Welcome to Krista and Allie's reality podcast. I'm Krista. And I'm Allie. This season, we're covering the Challenge USA season two. We're two friends who met in college and bonded over our love of the challenge. And now we're bringing our challenge chatter to you. We'll be reliving each episode, giving our predictions, unpacking all the drama, and of course, laughing along the way. So whether you're a longtime challenge fan or if you're just getting started, we hope you'll strap in and join us for the ride. Hello. What's up? Welcome back to Krista and Allie's reality podcast. How are you today, Allie? It's a it's a Sunday. We're you know gonna catch up on Thursday's episode, episode nine of the Challenge USA season two. But first, how was your weekend? Um, it was good. Yeah, I watched the Penn State game yesterday. Uh, oh yes, the alma mater. Yeah, put some pickleball. Um, and then today did dog derby, which is this very fun event that our dog trainer, Savon's dog training, shout out, um, puts on. And they have all these obstacle courses, and you can like, you take out your dog through all these obstacle courses. There's like, um, jumping in the ball pit, or like jumping over these like, um, I don't know, like hurdles and like going through tunnels and all that stuff. So it's it's really fun. It's like a confidence builder, and it's just just like fun cheering your dog on so that was a blast um how does your dog know what to do at all these uh obstacles like are you are you whistling are you whistling are you just screaming at them to go are there treats involved like lots of good questions you i mean they're on a leash so like you don't ever let them off a leash but i mean we had treats but honestly we didn't even have to use them because he was such a good boy (laughs) yeah he was just so excited too so he was just like going with the crowd and I don't know. He's loving it. So such an athlete. I mean, that honestly is the challenge is what it sounds like for dogs. Yeah. This morning. Truly, truly. Yep. Mm -hmm. I I was commentating the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, and Archie comes around the corner. And and then I said, don't worry. We'll, we'll podcast recap it all later. Arch. No. What was the hardest hurdle? Uh, Um, he doesn't like to go over like the high. So, he doesn't like to jump over the high like stuff. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he he kind of like pauses and then he like goes under it. So we'll have to mm-hmm. work on that. But everything else he did pretty good. Gotcha. Is there water involved? Um, there was some water. Yeah, he skipped out on the water. So water. Yeah. He's he's not a swimmer like these some of these other challengers too. Like. <laughs> Yeah, but when you put him in the water, he does swim. So mm. he just in that moment wasn't feeling it. I guess feels a little intimidated. Yeah, yeah, that's fun though. So yes. that's like once a year. Yeah, once a year. This is the second time they did it. So yeah, tons of fun um, and beautiful weather. But how was your weekend? My weekend's been phenomenal, actually. Um, my partner Ute's birthday was yesterday, so I was just making sure. She had the best day ever, mm. and by her having the best day ever, I had a great day also. So Aww. it was jam-packed. I uh, asked her what she wanted for breakfast in the morning, and um, we made some 
well, I guess I made it for her, but she kind of got the ingredients, which, I mean, as a chef, ingredients are everything. So really, she contributed a big amount the day before. But um, yeah, like the bourbon um, brown sugar bacon from Whole Foods, Ooh. like bomb. Fancy. So I'm like, you know, breakfast sandwich on a croissant, you know, hey. being, being fancy. <laughs> So she, yeah, enjoyed that. And then she's Vietnamese, so we got some pho for lunch. And then she went to crab boil for dinner. So we were just, like, making all the food dreams happen. And then we went to the zoo. So the San Diego Zoo, very famous. Haven't been since we've moved here. Um, I mean, my favorite part was, like, you know, the bus ride and then the cable car ride. Because I just enjoy not having to work to see things. But what was the animal? Favorite animal probably the penguins they were shaking their little tails around there was a really cute red panda and koala elephants are so massive you know you can never count them out disappointed we tried to see the polar bears but they were getting fed or something important i don't know but they weren't out um but you kind of hiked this hill to get to them and then they were nowhere to be found and that's kind of just funny (laughs) people were people around were like i walked up this help for this and i was like you know animals are gonna animal i guess so that's all right but we did that it was really fun caught up with some friends after for some apple crisp and pumpkin beer so it was a great time that sounds amazing she had gone on a whole uh, like um solo hiking trip last week i wish i could tell you where but just these are like really beautiful lakes in california kind of east of Sequoia National Park and I was in New York for work so we had been traveling so it was nice to spend time together Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so yeah it's been a great weekend and I'm excited to catch up on all things the challenge because not only do we have an episode to catch up on but we gotta dive into this new season cast that was announced we do we do because some names I totally recognize and others I'm like am I supposed to know who they are Uh uh-huh and I probably am, and other people are from, like, different country, like, shows, so I have no chance I know who they are, but it's exciting. It is exciting. I can't believe another one is, like, coming out right after this one finishes. It makes my day, for sure. I think it's the end of October, right? Like, I've only yeah. weeks off. Yeah. We'll basically finish this one and roll into the next one. It's great. But October anyway. 25th. New season. Yeah. Love that. Mm-hmm. love that for us you know and we can keep podcasting it'll be great that's right all right so i guess we should jump into the current season the challenge episode nine episode uh, nine yes so this one starts off tyler has just won against monty um and they're talking about how survivor hasn't lost a single player yet which i did not realize i i don't know i just i feel like i was not so focused on them maybe but when they said that i was like wow that was shocking yeah i know and i don't know how many times they've been in elimination like i know cassie has won and chris well just now right yeah but wasn't he in before too oh was he see short-term memory loss i'm not sure maybe he wasn't in one maybe he was just down there but he didn't actually get to play yeah, I think, I mean, Desi's won, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they have been thrown in, but they've been victorious over either Yvette or Big Brother. So, yeah, yeah, that was a good call out to 
to to realize they're just been survivor strong yeah strong totally um and then we see a little bit of tori and sebastian talking about how happy they are they met each other and blah 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 do you think it's the real deal that is my question to you no i think it's a crime of opportunity (laughs) um but i think they're great people who get along and it's always nice to have a cuddle buddy but i did read in you know some of his post elimination interviews that like they hang out all the time still they like live really close to each other in miami Mm. um but that they have got out of serious relationships so they don't want anything serious so they're just like enjoying each other and they're like together not together type of thing which i was like surprised by i think if they weren't living in the same place it you know Mm. it would be more just kind of friendly but it's like again opportunity convenience that's kind of how i see it but yeah it could not be fair if we're just not getting to see the depth of what they have going on sure sure. this this small clips that we get to see but um yeah we just kind of see his infatuation all the time and we see less of tori's infatuation i guess Mm mm-hmm I think she's just like been down this road before so many times that she's like, it's just chill, real, but like, you know, I do enjoy hanging out with him, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. But also jumping ahead, um, Emmanuel is on yes. next season. And she also at some point or something makes an appearance like she's on that season somehow. So I'm just curious. They had a thing before. So I, I'll be curious to see what their dynamic is like. If, She's not really with uh, Sebastian. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Do they do they have a little rekindle? I don't know. We'll see. I don't really. I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. I mean, I think it seems like they're not really going to interact with these people except for elimination. So I don't know if they'll get that chance to ignite their previous spark. This is true. This is true. Yeah. Um, okay. Moving on from Tori and Sebastian. Um I thought it was interesting. Michaela kind of confronts Chris at the beginning of this episode about how he's playing sketchy. And she's like, I don't know. She's like kind of trying to, I don't know, I guess tell him that he's playing sketchy and he should, you know, like clean up his gameplay. They don't trust him. Right. And she says, um, I think Chris is, playing for Chris and doesn't have my best interest at heart which like totally set me off because I'm like honey it's an individual game like <laughs> of course he's not gonna play for your game like I just felt like what does he owe you I don't know but mm-hmm. I will say the beginning of this episode obviously we see his gameplay craziness unfold a bit but in the beginning of this episode I was like huh I really didn't see him being messy so I was like just a little bit confused by that but maybe it was just like cut and splice from a different part of the day yeah my take is in it's important to note that chris has been knighted by ali as um, <laughs> an official challenger moving forward um i think how i s- am understanding it their problem is the fact that he is forming relationships outside of survivor and i think that is a threat to them because like he has relationships with Corey with Vessel, um, like less so with Bananas, but like he's still made these other in West, but he's made these other, like he's not been moving as like 
I'm going to live or die for Survivor. He's been living as I am my own player, and I do have these Survivor relationships. And that is kind of what he says to her, which is, like, I'm protecting the Survivor people I like, (laughs) and I have these other relationships. So he was, like, straight up with her, but that's not the answer that she and, of course, the Survivor Alliance wants to hear, and it makes him an easy target for them when the rest of them are, oh, we only have Survivor relationships. Mm -hmm. So... That was my take at that point in the episode of, yeah, I can see why they're upset, but I also like see why he's doing what he's doing because if Survivor's not in power, which they haven't been all the time, he's been spared yeah. so far. So and far. also, it isn't, aren't most of the Survivor numbers in the girls? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's going to like grow out with the boys and make relationships with the boys too, you know? I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so anyway, we see his, his gameplay unfold a bit more into that in the episode. Um, but let's get into the daily, which is called speed jumps. This was an interesting one. Um, there was two stages to this daily challenge. And in the first stage, everyone has these mini trampolines. You jump on them to look over this wall and you see a giant board with numbers on it and you have to add them up. And the top three men and the top three women move on to stage two, which we don't find out until they actually make it. But stage two is jumping on top of a trampoline on this like huge semi truck that's, you know, driving and you have to jump up and grab these flags and they are worth different points per flag. So it's basically, I don't know, a mishmash of a bunch of things in this daily (laughs) challenge, math, jumping skills. Um, <laughs> yeah, kangaroo math challenge. I mean, shout out to Sebastian for getting it right on the first try. I also thought it was interesting that like everyone's answer was the same, and I don't know if they realized that because they could have just told each other the answer at that point, whoever got it, but it was always 91. I thought it was going to be they all had a different answer. Yeah. Which was interesting. Um, but skipping ahead to the second part of the challenge i thought on the truck jumping Mm -hmm. like i would not want to do that that seemed very that seemed very dangerous for no real gain and when tori like went down before the commercial and they you know i was like literally looked like she like broke her back (laughs) it just it just looked so unnecessary and they weren't like tied in in any way that you could have fucking jumped right off the truck like it they were not even stra- it seemed insane i was like who the heck vetted this and yeah. and like it just did not seem safe yeah i agree i i thought the whole thing looked incredibly hard like even the the first stage of jumping up and trying to remember all those numbers as you're jumping i just felt like i wouldn't be able to do that like i'm not no. very good with math anyway so i just i just thought oh my gosh i would have failed right then and there for sure but even yeah like, yeah the the semi my gosh terrifying mm-hmm. but yeah josh sebastian fessy they all got a chance to do that and tori chanel and michelle and um i mean immediately in seeing this challenge i was like if fessy doesn't win this like it's going to be embarrassing because he's he plays that he's like a pro what's it called slam ball or whatever mm-hmm. where he like jumps on trampolines and dumps right. balls and stuff so mm-hmm. I just thought, like, you know, this is yeah. very much geared towards him. Um, 
I also thought, oh, wow, this is the first time Josh has been in contention for anything. Yes. And wow, interesting. He's tall. <laughs> Maybe he can do something. And no, he <laughs> could not. He could not. He and- was <laughs> like laughable. I literally was like, God, come on. I mean, come on. Come on. I know. I'm like, man, I when I had been assessing like oh like he's tall actually like maybe i was not remembering like oh but he's not coordinated so that's where like fessel's tall and coordinated boom gets the win makes a ton of sense um i mean sebastian tried he wasn't um i mean fessel just just totally yeah fessel just totally annihilated it but yeah yeah, uh yeah sebastian did well you know comparatively for sure yeah definitely um so it was fess and Tori um yeah Chanel and Michelle were just garbage <laughs> yeah yeah I felt bad for Chanel because I felt like yeah again this could be a breakout moment for her she hasn't been this close and she's like I played basketball I have this in the bag and it was just I mean yeah Tori's making it look easy it and again we've said like I did not think this was easy I mean you're on yep. a truck you're having to time this jump yeah. So it definitely wasn't easy, but Tori's making it look easy yeah. and uh, almost hurting herself in the process. Yeah. Yeah. She really was throwing herself. My, oh my. That was wild. I see. This is why I could never, well, one of the reasons. <laughs> That's the reason. Yeah. That is the reason I have not. If there's, if there's a potential that I will break my back or get hurt, like, I'm not doing it. No. Yeah. The couch is a lot more comfy. <laughs> exactly so we get into nominations and um you know fess is saying that if it was his decision he would put wes and bananas which i was just like dude come on he just has all this like harbored animosity towards them i mean i get it i get it he wants to win i get it but yeah it makes sense because he doesn't want to run against them in a final um but also, I was like, you can't put both of them in anyway. Like, so you'd only have to choose one and then try to get the house to vote your way, I guess. But I'm I'm curious about that because it's like, would that even make sense, really? Like, I, or are you just saying that? Because they could just win the next time and put you down in there. Um, yeah. that's, where, that's where this part of the game gets interesting again, where the vets kind of get to start sliding because people are like, oh, but they'll probably come back and then I'm their target. So, yeah, yeah. Yep. That's uh, where the you know spotlight gets a little bit off of them again, as people are afraid. As yeah. Prove 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 why they're legends. The final. That's the thing. Yeah. Want to take a shot? Um. So yeah, Tori's. You know, Tori wants Alyssa S and Tyler. Obviously, she already said their names, so she's like, mm-hmm. easy for me to say them again. But Fess wants to put two survivors in and ultimately they end up with chris and cassidy um yeah i don't know fine <laughs> yeah cassidy was hurt because her and tori are roommates but as you remember last se- last episode tori had given her word to desi chanel and michaela so they were off the table yeah and then i mean michelle's just working with them and so she's off the table and if we're not doing, you know, Big Brother, Alyssa S is off the table. So it's just kind of how the cookie crumbled, you know. But um, 
I don't think Cassidy should be making like an enemy necessarily. It's just kind of like understanding where you're at and then trying to form that relationship moving forward. Like, I don't know if I would just be like, okay, now I'm after you necessarily. Like, there could just be other people that you need to work with to get other people. I mean, they're like, I feel like they did form like a friendship. I could see why she was like hurt by Tori throwing her in. I mean, she thought she was like safe, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so I could see why she was like hurt by that. That's a good. That's a good point because she doesn't isn't like aware of like Tori giving her words. The other. Yeah, I feel women. like Tori just played it like, well, I never actually said anything to Cassie about keeping her safe. So because I didn't say that, like that's the best opportunity. You know what I mean? Like she didn't. Yeah. She did not say those words, is what I'm guessing to Cassie. Yeah, that's my impression too. So that is a good point. She felt blindsided. Yeah um the other thing i thought was interesting was desi after they revealed that chris and cassidy were the boats desi said that she would have put them up there too and Mm -hmm. i was very surprised by that because i was like isn't she like survivor strong i don't know Mm -hmm. i guess not anymore right it's like individual i guess that's changed or i guess she just feels like she has better relationship now with tori and other people i i was also surprised by that because like, I guess that it's survivors are kind of becoming like, all right, it's now about trust and we can't trust everyone here, you know, but it is interesting choice to not trust survivor people over like Wes Bananas. Corey. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was nominations. And then we get into a club scene where there's a little bit of drama that comes out because sebastian starts throwing around Corey's name saying like he wants to get Corey out to the girls and the girls are like no we're not ready for that i was kind of i don't know i kind of felt like why aren't they ready for it i was a bit surprised because before they were gunning for the vets and now it's sort of they've sort of backed off of that like what happened here and also like you know, at the end of the day, the guys are going against the guys. I feel like if Sebastian wants Corey out, they should be like, okay, like at the end of the day, you're going to be going against another guy in the final. Like we should honor that or we should at least hear you out for wanting that. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I think this is like an outcome of Corey's social game is, I think it was Michaela. She just flat out was like, I mean, that wouldn't make sense for me. He's never targeted me. Like, mm-hmm. but I guess they feel other people have. Like, Tyler has, I think, targeted Michaela, if I'm not mistaken. So I think they feel like other people have targeted them that aren't Corey, which is an evolution of this season because you're right at the beginning it was very cut and dry. Like, mm-hmm. we, need, we need vets out of here. I'm curious if also now the challenge legends are getting more like credit towards people wanting them in a final if they really are thinking things are about partners Mm -hmm. and if they're like putting stake in that like oh but we would want experience maybe in a final and what if we have to run with them versus tyler or something like that yeah having that final experience but it is tricky because yeah if you're a guy you don't want to compete against people Mm -hmm. who can beat you and if you're a girl you're thinking maybe strength 
it will help you because you're not really competing directly against them. Yeah. So I think it kind of just showed the lack of Sebastian's relationships that he mm. has, even with his own survivor people. Yeah, that's a good point. That they were not interested in what he was interested in. That's a good point. I mean, we haven't really seen Sebastian with anyone other than Tori. I mean, Correct. obviously that can be the edit, but like, we really don't know what his gameplay has been or what his we like, really making has been because we have not seen any of it so yeah my impression is he's been floating under the radar as like not really a target and just kind of enjoying tori's company which who wouldn't you know <laughs> yeah she's great um so yeah then we get back from the club and we see sort of like you know, Chrissy, Chris's like messy gameplay, throwing out a lot of names, starting a ton of rumors. We see Corey confront Sebastian saying like, you threw my name out there. What's that about? And Sebastian basically just uses Chris as a shield, which I was very much like, what a survivor move. Like, yes. Okay. Um, and yeah, I just, I mean, Michelle confronts Chris at one point. Chris is in with the vets, and the vets are all just kind of like, sorry, pal. Like, we like you, but you basically just dug yourself your own hole here. And I just, I think it's really interesting because, I mean, we can, Wes went through the same thing. Bananas went through the same thing. Like, Chris is now going through it. And so it's just like so funny because they act like, well, sorry, can't do anything about it because we already, we went through that same thing, you know? So it's just interesting how it keeps going around to all of these, mostly guys. Like, I don't think we've really seen too many girls spiral, but the guys like start spiraling and then, and then everyone's just kind of like, well, sorry, can't save you. Good luck. Yeah, I honestly think only Bananas handled it well, where Bananas didn't just start going groveling to everybody and trying to get them to do what he wanted, like Wes and now Chris was doing. Because Chris was kind of giving the same speech, slightly different to a few different people, and people were just like, I see right through this, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Instead of, like, if he had, if he really had his core people he could rely on, it really just proved he doesn't, because if he had his core people he could rely on, he would just go to them and say, hey, listen, I'm thrown in, but this is what needs to happen, and he would have the numbers to just make that happen. Mm-hmm. But it really just, I think, illuminated that he's on the fringe of a... F- uh, he has relationships and it's like more like acquaintances than like the circle of trust around friendships. Mm-hmm. So I think people have been like enjoyed him, kept him friendly, but they haven't been like, I'll ride or die for Chris. And so as soon as he was nominated, it was kind of like, well, we're going to do what we need to do. And no one really stepped up and was like, cause no one's really part of his core. He doesn't have a yeah. core. And that's what that showed. Yeah. You're right. Um, so we see the hopper votes and then we see um, they all go to the elimination in the arena and Sebastian gets six votes. Oof. Uh, Tyler gets five. Alyssa S gets one and bananas gets one. And of course they make it super dramatic when TJ pulls it out and says, I told you, you only need one ball in the hopper so that you think, oh no, is it going to be bananas or Alyssa? But no, it's Sebastian because he had six. I think he's done that at least last episode as well. I know. I feel like they keep reusing the same clip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, we got to like have a break in between for that to really work. Because I was like, I I didn't fall for it. I was like, oh, we did this before. Yeah. Nope. Um. I want to also, though, say that I thought Sebastian throwing out Corey's name also was showing the same thing of him not having 
hardcore. We kind of talked about the interesting things, but I just thought it was really sloppy and showed like a lack of self awareness because he just was like so confident. Like he just thought everyone was going to get Corey and he didn't have any pulse on the fact that like that was not going to work. And then he had to backpedal somehow out of that situation. So I was happy to see yeah. him get the most votes, honestly. I'm not really sure why he wanted to target Corey either. Maybe he said it, but I wasn't. I just feel like suddenly he felt like he had power, which he did not. <laughs> and it was very confusing. Yeah. He was like, oh, I'm going to suddenly play the game now. He's never even tried to do this that we've seen. And it was just very confusing. Yeah. yeah. So it's Sebastian versus Chris. We see um, them down in the arena and their elimination is called Trick Trick Boom, which starts they start on these giant tower or they they have these giant towers filled with balls and they have to like race down the ladders and gather these barrels and line them up and make it so you perform a trick shot on these like solar panels basically and you throw the ball and bounce it mm-hmm. off of them to get into a bucket and then you have to do it again by adding a couple more barrels and i just i don't know i just felt like what the heck is this elimination like you can't it doesn't really tell me anything about how they are other than like I liked that Chris was really methodical and like took his time and obviously that won. So there was a strategy, I guess, but I just I don't know. I just kind of felt like this is kind of a crapshoot of a of elimination. Like you can't train for that. Yeah, I felt that way too. I don't think it necessarily showed their talents to say, oh, clearly this person is better than this person necessarily. Um, who were you rooting for? Um, I was rooting for Chris. I, I mean, I think I felt kind of like, I don't really care who comes back, but like I was rooting for Chris. I know that he apparently has had some messy gameplay or whatever, but I think even Wes said it, I, it was like, he is figuring the social game part out. Like mm-hmm. he clearly has the athletic ability and like he I mean he did have that strategy in the one um daily challenge like a couple episodes back where it was the the things they had to stick on the semi truck Mm -hmm. and he Mm -hmm. said well why don't we work with the other team so that we get safe from elimination remember like it was apparently his idea to do that so I feel like he does have the strategy. He is thinking about this stuff and he does have the athletic ability. So I feel like he is a really good, strong competitor. I just feel like he's like, I've never played a social game like this before. So I'm figuring it out. And I feel like it's his first season. I don't know. I like Chris. I knighted Chris. I was going for Chris. I 100% agree. I felt like his story was not done yet mm-hmm. on the season. Um and if you had to pick someone I was going to be less sad about going home, um, it would have been, yeah, I was less sad to see Sebastian go. So yeah. I agree. I was rooting for Chris. Yeah. I just, I feel like I can't knight Sebastian yet. I just, I don't really feel like we know him that well. I feel like literally if I think about the way that we saw him this season, it's like puppy dog to Tori. Like mm-hmm. I'm not really sure that he showed us, his value add i'm sure he's lovely but and i'm sure that he has more to offer but i just felt like he's not that like character that i feel like we need tonight at the moment like if he came back on another season season i'd be like sure fine great whatever but i don't i'm not gonna be sad 
we got standards here, okay? <laughs> and we can't just be nice to everybody. So <laughs> I agree. I mean, again, like, we didn't see him, like, strategizing all season. We didn't really see him, like, in the, in the like, uh, thick of it as far as dictating what was going on. And then the one time he tried, everyone was like, I don't really care what you're trying to have us do and just threw him under the bus. So, um. Yeah, he's not he's not ready. He's just not ready. Mm-mm. Yeah, agreed. All right, that was that episode. Shall we move on to um the exciting new season that we can dissect all of the contenders competing for season 39 and maybe just initial first thoughts. I mean, we got the trailer, we got the poster. Let's do it. Who's the poster children? We got Horacio, Horacio Ol- and Olivia. Olivia. Are huge on the poster. Huge. Well I mean, deserved. it makes sense. Like, yeah, yes. I agree. I agree. I'm really, really happy to see both of them back. Yep. We got Big T always there for the drama. Mm-hmm. We got Michelle again on the poster. We got Melissa who Yeah, left- she's pretty big on that. Yeah, she left the last final she was in which was her first final because she found out she was pregnant yeah so good to catch up about her i don't i don't follow a lot of these people i'm happy to see melissa i feel like she's she's scrappy mm-hmm. narice similar um i mean obviously proved herself in i think it was ride or dies wasn't it with nelson mm-hmm. um and then is Corey on here as well yeah, Corey Lay, I, yeah. yeah i didn't really remember him um, and the guy in the middle, he's from what? Big Brother? Kylan, yeah. He was on the season one of the Challenge USA, and he got pretty far in Big mm. Brother with the Cookout Alliance. Um, yeah, he's more calculated. I'm a strategist, but he did do well and win some dailies, I believe, in the first season of the Challenge USA. So definitely a competitor. Mm-hmm. A bit polarizing as well. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, I didn't watch that first season of the, what was it, Challenge USA? Yep. Because no vets. It wasn't good. Um, <laughs> but um, the the tagline, I guess, for this season is, Legends will fall, a new champion will rise. Dun, dun, dun. Which is interesting. Um so yeah, the premise, the challenge, battle for a new champion. So what do we just think of that? The fact that there's no one who's won before in the season. I feel like they've done similar stories or themes before where they've done this. I can't, I'm not an encyclopedia, unfortunately, so I can't whip out like exactly the last season that was where they didn't have winners but i feel like it was within the last five years they've done something like this i feel like what they're saying is we know that this older generation of the challenge people are having babies maybe moving on a little like some of them are right and so they're like let's make this all focus on getting this new person to be the new bananas or the new Wes or whatever. I don't know. That's my take on it. I just feel like what I will say though, is I appreciate that they didn't go so far 
into the like challenge USA realm where it's like, we don't know any of these people and that is totally boring. Like, great. Like Horacio and um, Olivia were on the last season of the actual challenge. So it's like, great. We know their storyline. Like that's, they're worth watching. Big T, you know, Michelle, same thing. So it's like, thank goodness they didn't go too, too far into the like, yeah, um, and that makes sense, right? Because it's MTV, so they're keeping the audience consistent with who's watching MTV because people might not be watching the CBS one that's on right now that we're recapping. So that makes sense. I think it also has to do with shaking up the format or the storylines of kind of every season that happens, which is we got to get these people out of here who have already won before. Like yeah. We've seen it on the last few because it just naturally happens, right? It's like, oh, who's a threat to win? The people who have won before. And so by eliminating that, you get, I think, fresher storylines than just rookies versus vets, which it generally is. Or you could bring back the Golden Skulls, like I've been saying, <laughs> because then you have to go in. Yes. But yes, I do enjoy that one. But even with that, like you're still targeting perhaps like people to go home um who have already won before which is natural which is a good strategy if you're new and trying to win but i think by doing something like this it's a clean slate where suddenly people become like vets in a sense like through this season if they make it far they kind of become knighted in that way of like being vets but also it's kind of funny because people who maybe were rookies and have been on one season now are those vets. So maybe we'll actually see that storyline where it won't be like, oh, we're targeting these people who won before, but the rookies still might be like, oh, we're targeting people who have done well before, which could be like the Olivia and Horacios versus mm -hmm. other people where like they're the big threats because they've made a final, right? So I wonder if it'll repeat itself or if that won't be counted with the same weight as actually winning um and in getting checks before i mean olivia what a comeback this will be for her after yeah. having her nose erased off of her face <laughs> in that um terrible terrible accident i mean I that was she's back i mean can you imagine insane. that happening to you and then being like you know what i'm gonna go back to that challenge that literally almost killed me like i'm insane. so impressed Back. Which also speaks to my questioning of the safety of some of these things. And mm -hmm. are they testing it? That was another obvious thing where I'm like, did anyone test this or like foresee that happening? Like, okay, but that was like a freak accident. Like, I know, but I don't know. That was so terrible. It was terrible, but I really feel like that one was just such a freak accident that you could never foresee. That's fair. That's fair, but. Um, you know what I was just thinking about that will be interesting that maybe if I have the time I will do but I also don't know if I want to do it because I don't want to give anything away but I was just thinking I wonder if there's a correlation between the poster and who actually wins in the season or like who goes far in the season like over the years mm. like starting to do some challenge data work yeah you know? right that could be interesting. Could be interesting. Um. Okay, wait. Do you mean, like, if we're like, looking at this poster now, is this indicative of who actually makes it far this season? Yeah. Like, Karasu gotcha. is the biggest. Like, what is that supposed to mean? Like, maybe he's the winner, maybe he's not. I don't know. 
Interesting. My guess is that it just has to do with popularity among getting people to watch. Um, so they probably want to have diversity for sure as well. So like Corey, LGBT, uh, mixed races, but it's like a combination of popularity. And so people are like, oh yeah, I want to watch this season because I'm excited about the people on this poster. Yeah, that's my sure. guess. For sure. But that would be interesting. I'd be very curious. Um, I guess I'm just really interested to see what the actual, how they integrate the legends. Because, I don't know, legends will fall. Like, they're not competing. So, I mean, I don't know if they're really falling, you know? Like. Seems a bit strong. <laughs> it does seem a bit strong. Um, I get it. Again, a dramatic effect. But. I guess our guess is um, that they're going to be competing. The legends will be competing in eliminations maybe against these new champions to try to knock them out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I We'll have to see how the gameplay is in order to say if it's like a truly new champion. I just, I feel like you have to play amongst the champions to, to be a champion. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, they're trying to bring them into it to say, okay, if you're in an elimination, suddenly you have to beat a champion to stay in the game. But also, how is that fair? Like, one random elimination is just a rookie versus another rookie, and then the next elimination is a rookie against Casey Clark. You know what I mean? Like, they yeah, stand I a chance. Know. We'll have to see. Yeah, I wonder if it is just like random when they decide to have these people in, or if, or if every single elimination is against i wonder if they'll get multiple appearances yeah i don't know and i also wonder what's the incentive for them like if you were just told come to the challenge and beat these people up but you're not going to get a chance to win mm-hmm. and you don't have stake in the game no checks for you you know yeah. i mean i'm sure they get money but like it's not right. like compete to win the big thing and get a title and all this stuff so i'm just that would be hard to motivate me personally, but maybe these people just have it in their blood to compete and I don't know. Yeah. Maybe just the exposure is worth it with the like uh, episode checks that they'll get versus big money, but that's a great point. Yeah. Uh, hmm. I, I hope, I don't know if it will be, I hope it will be set up that to make it to a final, you would have had to be like, two of these champions or something Mm, that's interesting do you think it'll be single gameplay like individual i think it could be but i think they'll probably not do that the whole time Mm -hmm. i think they'll probably have some aspect of teams but i'm interested to know same well we have the list of contenders that are the newbies in front of us. We have um, Jessica Brody, who I don't know, <laughs> but apparently she is a contestant from the Bachelor Australia 7 and Bachelor in Paradise Australia 3. From Down Under. I have not. Challenge Australia. So okay. she's big in Australia. Okay, okay. Um, we got Berna back. Mm-hmm. 
We got Ed Easton back, which I am personally excited for. I like Ed. I liked him on the circle. I thought he had a good appearance on his season of the challenge. So I am happy to see him back. Plus he represents Pennsylvania. So I appreciate that. No way. I didn't know that. Yeah. He's from Conshohocken, which is like near Philly, I think. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, we got Big T, always a favorite. You can't not love Big T. You know, she's just a good, she's just a good time. Yeah, that'll be good to see her back. I'll have to refresh myself on these people's stories. Um, Michelle Fitzgerald, who Becoming is a coming staple. Off of mm-hmm. this other season, which means she didn't win it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good point. Uh, Spoiler so alert. But... You know what? Nope. I want to see her win. Well, let me not say. Let me let me get through the list, and then I'll say who I want to win. But okay, okay. she's a strong contender. I feel like she's been putting in her work, you know? Yeah. Um, we got Asaf, who was on, I think, one season of The Challenge and was came from... Uh, Are You The One? Are You The One, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Total Madness. I honestly forget what happened with him, but I recognize him. Yep. I feel, like, neutral about him. Okay, we'll mm-hmm. see what we do. Um, Horacio, obviously very excited to have him back. I mean, he's a great competitor. Um, yeah, I think I think it'll be cool to see what he can do on this season. We've got Callum Izzard, who um, didn't know who that was, but he apparently is from Ibiza Weekender, X on the Beach, and he was a finalist in the Challenge UK. So... Okay. We'll see what's going on with Callum. We'll meet him. Mm-hmm. Um, we got Mariah, who I actually shockingly love. I really liked Mariah. I thought she had a really, I don't know, I felt like you could really see her change as she went through um, the challenge. Like when she found out she was a ride or die for Fessy. I mean, she truly was. And she, mm-hmm. but then when she sort of like saw his true colors, I felt like she really stepped out on her own and was like, I don't know. I just, I liked her story. I liked, she had a lot of um, like power and she was strong. And I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm excited to see her back. I feel like she's a good competitor. Yeah. I think she was under the radar and then we really like grew to see her strength and um you know banana showmance or not made her own kind of name and, and pathway for herself so it'll be good to see her back yeah um we got Hahui, um who we saw in i don't know she was pregnant with nelson for something really oh, the greatest not... challenge champions what the heck was that called battle for the the one that Jordan and Cass just won. The global one, really? Yeah, Huey was with Nelson, and they were they went out on this very pathetic losing um, at an elimination. But she seems fun. Um, she seems like a sweet girl. So okay, gotcha. Excited to see, to see her. Um, we got Olivia. Needs so, no introduction. Yeah, exactly. So excited to see what she can do. Um, we got Corey Lay. I think it's good he's back. I think he can do some damage. I think it'll be good to see his gameplay. I think he was on the challenge, right, before? I yeah. I just don't really remember. He was on one where they were, like, switching partners, and I remember he was with Tori for a bit. Like, he stole Tori as a partner. Okay. Um, I feel like he kept getting thrown into eliminations. Um, 
We got James Locke, who I don't know, but um, apparently, let's see, James Locke is. I mean, a, um, quick, a quick image search shows he's totally ripped, so. <laughs> Perfect. Can't wait to I'll, see him on the show. I'll let you all do that on your own if you want to <laughs> check that out. He's from The Only Way is Essex, Celebrity X on the Beach UK 2, and he competed on the Challenge UK. Okay. Um, can't wait to see his abs up on the screen. There you go. Uh, we got Norris, who was a standout rookie from Rider Dies. Um, she's dating Horacio, so... No way. Yeah. So I think that'll be interesting. I like that. Dynamic on the show. I, I like that because she was with um, Johnny, who no. had kind of. No, she was with Jordan. But it wasn't before that she was Johnny? Bananas? No, no, no. Not bananas. Oh, wait. Wasn't that? Oh, yes, yes, yes. She was with Johnny. And From then Love she Island. Was with Jordan, sort of. Yeah, kind of. But then, like, at the reunion, she was, like, back with Johnny, I thought. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. And Johnny has, like, some F-boy energy, and Horacio is the opposite of that. Yeah. So, like, I love that for them. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. Huey. I'm excited to see Huey back. He is funny. He was the one with, like, the butt implants, I remember. <laughs> yeah. He had like He's a spark cool. about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'll be he'll be bringing the entertainment for sure. Yeah, we got Emmanuel, who is just like a weird I, vampire dude who is good at pretty much everything. everything. Right, randomly so, a great competitor. Yeah, but has but a different yeah. style about him. We got Chauncey, who I'm excited to see back. I feel like I mean he just had a I mean uh, yeah Amber. Amber just had a kid with Chauncey and. You know, good for him for coming back on the show, and he just seems like a good guy. Yeah, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Melissa Reeves, we already talked about her. Excited to see her back. It's been a while. Um, She's spicy and uh, scrappy, so I think Mm -hmm. it'll be interesting to see her compete this time around. We got Raven, who was partners with Johnny. Right, in the ride or die but was also kind of in love with him, was also kind of getting the, like, let on. Yeah. And she kind of figured that out. So it'll be good to have a season for her without that drama so she can come come out of that. Because she's strong, and I felt like she got shafted because she was with Johnny, and she was like, yeah. So good for her for coming back and being on her own, not with Johnny in the house. Mm -hmm. We got Colleen Schneider. Uh, is that the super blonde girl who was on Ryan with Bessie? Yep. Mm-hmm. I feel neutral. Yeah, she's the only one I think we've ever seen from the mole Germany. I mean, oh, from the yeah. mole in general. So people are like, oh, do we trust her? Do we not trust her? I think she's pretty harmless, honestly. Um, I don't remember her doing too much. Yeah. And was kind of targeted as a layup. So we'll see if she comes back stronger than before. Yep. We got Jay. I like Jay. I know yep. he's really like polarizing, but yep, I like Jay. And I think it's good for him to be in this season because he is always targeted by the vets. Always. Yeah. Always. So I think maybe he'll run the show this time. I don't know. Maybe him and Michelle will together. Who knows? Yeah, I would. I would be really 
entertaining to see that. Jay is like good at like a lot of random stuff because he's one of those rock climber type people who's just like an Emmanuel as well. Good. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, yep. We got Syrian Stott, who was on The Bachelorette. Ah, uh, he's another Australia guy, I guess. So he was on The Bachelorette Australia, Bachelor in Paradise Australia, but then he was on Bachelorette Sweden. <laughs> And then he was a finalist on the Challenge Australia. It's funny to, like, remember that. Ooh, he's uh, very tatted. Yeah, he's got some flowing blonde locks, too. So maybe the women are going crazy for it. But it's it's funny to see, like, you know, there's all these other shows in all these other countries that we don't even get to see. And I wonder how popular they are in these other countries. Right. Certainly. And I wonder if if they bring people over from these other countries to start watching the challenge, you know? Interesting. I just like from a Google of Syrian, it says Bachelor Star, Syrian Stott cheats on girlfriend on the challenge. Oy. And this was like from last year, so I guess that was part of his F-boy energy on the previous challenge right. season. So, maybe well, a bit of a bad boy. Um, we got Kylan Young. The opposite of bad boy energy. <laughs> um, more of a square, more of a very smart player. He's also really fit. Really leans a lot into his mind from Big Brother and strategy. Um, but it can come off as a bit, I think, fake and pretentious to people. So it'll be interesting to see how he jives with the rest of this crew if, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, who else is on Big Brother in this crew? Like, I think he might be the only one. I don't know. It's it's hard to know from all of the other. Um, I think he might be the only one, so that'll be interesting. And then we got Zara, who I'm excited to see back. She's partners with Wes on the last. Ah, um, uh, yes. That what was it? Global Champions, and she. She just got dealt a bad hand in the elimination. That was like she's like two pounds, and it was like hold these things up against um, Casey. Yeah, it was, and it was just like no. But she's a good runner, um, and she's a she good- was doing really well. That's right, yeah. she was doing really really well. And then Wes had that bad strategy choice about drinking the drink, and then all of a sudden she was on her way out the door. Right, so, which is too bad. Got a bad hand. She'll bounce back, I think. Yeah. Um, and then we got our challenge champion. So we got Kaz, the newest, mm-hmm. well, not the newest, I guess, because Tori. Wait. No. Kaz she's the, she's the reigning winner right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jordan. Um, I really like Kaz. I think she's got a good energy about her. I think she's a fighter. She does like Muay Thai. I, I think she's cool. So I'm glad she's making her debut as a challenge champ. That's pretty cool. Very cool. Um, we got Casey. Everyone knows Casey. Yep. Got a lot of love for Casey. Excited to see her here. You know what? They should have put Nani in. Why didn't they put Nani in? I think she's too much of a vet that although she hasn't won. Hasn't won. I think she's just too much of a vet that they're probably like. She probably needs some time away, honestly. I think she'll be back, but. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, I mean, if you're Nani though, and you're looking at this list, you're like, um, I know like three people, and you're like probably over the fact of having to come in and totally work from the bottom up. It seems like a lot of well, work. That's true. First coming in with your have friends. A lot of social. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, who knows? Maybe they asked her, and she's like, I'm taking some time off and just building a life with Casey. And Casey, maybe it's just like a part season, part time thing, you know? So. Right. Yeah. Who knows? Um, okay, back to the challenge champions. We got Tori. We, you know, we love Tori, so she's just back to back to back, back to back to like back. Like life now. Mm-hmm. Um, we got Laurel, which is I love. I love Laurel too. I do. I like Laurel. I feel like isn't Laurel a vet? I just don't know how she like takes all this time off and I just I feel like a vet would be a, a hard. I mean, that's like a intense. I job. mean, isn't Tori a vet? What do you mean? veterinarian oh that is hilarious <laughs> that is hilarious i did not know she was a veterinarian i think so i'm pretty sure um i mean maybe it's yeah maybe she could come back and forth to it you know maybe but, it's like so intense she needs like time to go on the challenge so she can i don't know i just took my dog to the vet recently and it was a very like he doesn't do well at the vet and so it was a lot and i was like oh my gosh if they have to deal with all of this every day that would be yeah maybe this is like maybe it's a break for her honestly mentally but i doubt it because it seems crazy but this seems different because it's like they're not really playing the game they just get to come back and compete seems more straightforward right but Um, there's also kara Kara making her return, which is interesting, right after um, her boyfriend, Holly. So, interesting. I guess. Yeah, interesting, interesting. It's been years since we've seen her, similar to how we had had been years since we saw Polly. So, yeah, I have to say, I have never been the biggest Kara fan. However, seeing Polly's transformation now makes me go into this with an open mind that she might also have changed. Yeah, and I think more importantly, like, she's getting the respect on her name to be, like, brought back as one of these legends because she yeah. has been formidable on the totally girl side of the challenge. Yep. Um, we got Jordan. I mean, he's a champ through and through. Mm-hmm. Um, we got Devin. I love Devin, so mm-hmm. I'm happy to see him back. I feel like, I mean, who knows what the story is, but I can't believe he wasn't on this current season, so... Yeah. And then we maybe got just, Maybe just enjoying his winnings for a bit before he has to work again. Maybe. We got Darrell. I like Darrell. He seems like a good guy always, playing for his kids always, his family. Um, All around good guy, Darrell. Yeah. Yep. We got CT. I'm excited to see him back too. Yeah, totally. Totally. He, I just like want to see him do a bananas backpack situation with one of the rookies or one of the contenders, I guess we're calling them. I mean, looking at this list, I don't see anyone beating CT in anything. I know. Like, and how do you get, how do you, okay. See, this is another point. Like, let's say Devin, right. In a physical challenge or CT in a physical challenge. Like how, how are they going to decide? Cause that's not fair. If you get Devin, it's, it, it's more fair, but if you get CT, like you're screwed. I wonder if they'll line them up with their strengths. Like, you have to beat 
Devin in puzzles because he's the best at puzzles, mm. you know, or you have to be a CT in a hall brawl. <laughs> or if they can't do that because then never any, you know, yeah. new contenders would win. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. I feel like it's almost unfair to like bring CT back. I mean, I don't know. We'll see what what the game is. And Jordan too, but That's the point. They can't be champions without beating real champions. I guess that's true. I guess that's true. Um and I mean, they can. Which I just saw, um, I just saw him at uh, Challenge Mania live in Pittsburgh. Amazing. And they were like alluding to someone on the stage being on an upcoming season, and I thought it was Brad, and here he is. So confirmed. Good for Brad. Yeah, he's made his comeback through All Stars. I've enjoyed watching him on All Stars. So yep. this will be no different. Yep. He's like Beard Brad now. <laughs> yeah, Beard Brad. <laughs> he's yeah. just like one of those you know og ogs that yes he's a gem yeah um to note though quickly uh no bananas no wes i mean i think bananas probably just has other stuff going on where he's like this isn't his full thing yes but he's the the winningest challenger so it's a bit i know but i think he just can pick and choose when he feels like he needs the um exposure you sure. know but to your point yes that would have definitely strengthened the legends as people who have want been the most winningest right because like CT and jordan guys and west CT, jordan bananas i would yeah. say. ct jordan west bananas yeah but i was saying top three. Oh, i would say bananas, yeah jordan ct i would say ct bananas and I think Actually. top girls, I mean, I would say um, they probably have them. Laurel, mm-hmm. Tori, and Kara. Uh, Kara. Yeah. So. Anyway, it's, it's a banana stand co- podcast. So <laughs> yeah. whenever we don't see them, we have to we groan, have to call we it have out. To groan a little bit. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Yep. Uh, October 25th. Yeah, super excited. I think this one will be good. Very curious to see how they work in the legends amongst the contenders, as they call it. Do we know how long the episodes will be, and do we know if it'll be on it at midnight? <laughs> Gosh, I'm going to start writing them letters. Oh, this says 8 p.m. There we go. Eastern on Wednesdays. Think there we go. Back to Wednesdays, normal time, 8 p.m., all is well. Thank you, MTV. You know it's up. There we go. So for the Challenge USA Season 2 finale, how many more episodes are we looking at here? I think it's only a few weeks, like maybe three more episodes. It's a little uncertain. Um, but it seems like three, two just seems too short. That would be like one more normal episode and then the finale is just one episode. I feel like there's, mm. I feel like there's three mm-hmm. episodes left. But still, there's quite a lot of people left, so this is going to wrap up quickly. And it's really anybody's game at this point. It's, I, I, It seems like they'll have a, a big finale with a lot of people competing, maybe even five each. Um, it seems like there's still over ten people left right now, so we'll just it's have to see. To it's hard to know what they're going to do with the final, if they're going to pair people, mm-hmm. or if they're going to be individual, or I mean, heck, they can even do teams again. Um, yeah at at certain points and then break them off who knows you know 
Um, Who knows? Who knows? But that'll give us a, a few weeks in between, and then we'll be, we'll be back at it with the new challenge season on MTV. So hope you all have been enjoying our just random commentary about <laughs> this fun show, The Challenge. Stick with us the next few, and then, yeah, we'll be back um, for the next season. So I think we've uh, about covered it. I think so. So, what's uh, going on for you this week? Anything you're looking forward to besides the challenge? I have a picnic situation tomorrow, um, where they're bringing in like some, uh, like local restaurant people. This thing, mm. get like food and dessert and all this stuff. Um, so doing that tomorrow, uh, my, my cousin's coming in, so I'm going to see him for dinner on Tuesday. He's just got a quick work trip, so nothing too crazy. Um, and then my brother is trying to convince me to do a Spanish meetup group on Thursday because I'm learning Spanish. Um, sounds terrifying, but I think I won't learn Spanish unless I practice and talk. So that's a maybe on the list. That is so like mind-blowing to me that you're trying to learn spanish like what is the motivation to try to learn spanish (laughs) um traveling i did like the big europe trip this summer and although i didn't go to any spanish-speaking countries i just felt like you're always the american who doesn't have any like other language in english to offer and so you like go i mean we went to like prague and budapest and vienna and we just expect everyone to speak english to us Mm -hmm. anywhere we go so for me, it was just kind of like, how cool would it be to actually learn a language that, I, you know, then maybe I go to Spain or maybe I go to like South America and I actually practice it as like a reward or like something fun to look forward to in my travels. I don't know. I love it. I mean, it's takes so much like brain power and like tenacity to learn a new language and a lot of people are bilingual, trilingual, and I mean, it's a lot easier when you're younger to learn languages, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, obviously my partner knows Vietnamese and English, and I'm just mind blown all the time. I'm like, what are you thinking? Like, what language do you think in? Like, oh, what she like, um, She said it's different for different things. It's kind of just like a, a blended view of language. Wow. Yeah. See, that's the thing. It's so unrelatable because we have never been in that, like, we've never had that experience. So it's just, it's, I don't know. It's just another way to, like, relate to people, too. It's just, you know, learning a language and learning yeah. culture. Mm-hmm. Got to mm-hmm. test out that brain, you know? Got to keep it, keep it sharp, keep it young. What is working to, like, pick it up, do you think, the most? Um, I've been doing a mix of stuff. So I have Monday night classes that I go to in person with like a group of people and that's like two hours, but obviously that's not enough time each week. So I listen to a podcast. Um, I've been reading these like short stories. Um, and then I've been watching Outer Banks in Spanish, but the subtitles are in English. So I've been like reading that and like just trying to pick it up that way. Um, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, that's a really good idea. I mean, I took through Spanish four in high school, 
and always my worst fear were the oral exams where you had to just suddenly speak because I can't even pronounce English words correctly. So <laughs> I was always really, I can't roll my R's, you know, I'm not, uh, it was always embarrassing. So, but I think, yeah, you're right. I think to really learn it, you have to kind of practice it. So, yeah. It's definitely the hardest for me speaking it because I don't push myself to do it, but mm-hmm. reading and listening are, you know, decent for me, I wouldn't say. Mm-hmm. I can understand everything, but yeah, it's definitely the speaking that I need to work on. That makes a total sense because it's like the most uncomfortable too. Yeah. Like you're like hearing yourself, you're like, oh my God, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What about you? What do you got this week? What do I got? My mom is going to visit us the following week, so doing some preparations there. Um, and excited about that, but mostly just um, what's on the agenda for my mom? Mm-hmm. I think we're gonna get her to surf. I think there'll be some bike riding involved. I think um, we'll go to some restaurants with a good view, and get another chance to be a tourist in san diego we've been here about six months now um but yeah i'm just excited also to be home this week since i wasn't home last week so yeah quality time with oot and um getting back in the swing of things and yeah it'll it'll be a good week i mean i'm still watching big brother i'm watching yep is survivor premiering this week or is that next week i think it's the last week of september yeah yeah, because we're gonna have like Survivor going, Big Brother going, Dancing with the Stars going, mm-hmm. the Challenge going. I mean, my weeks are gonna be so full. <laughs> I couldn't be happier when that happens, um, especially especially with the strike. Like that's what we'll you know we'll just have the reality stuff that doesn't fall into those categories. So and especially going into like colder weather. Well, mm. not for you, but for me. So you know, mm-hmm. it's nice to have an excuse to not go outside i guess which is kind of cuffing tough, but... season even <laughs> yeah. if it's with your dog or sweater weather or, or spooky season my niece is like obsessed with spooky season it cracks me up she's two and she's just like let's spooky season loves the ghosts i'm like i was terrified about that stuff yeah, at that wow. age and she loves it <laughs> and it's very very cute oh so yeah i guess getting into fall seeing what fall looks like on the west coast um but yeah, loving the weather here still. So amazing. Enjoying every second of it. Good. As you should. All right. Until next time. Thanks for listening. I'm Krista. And I'm Allie. Peace and love. Because that's what we-